Number one, uh, the purpose of, I was going to preach uh, some of this uh, this past Sunday night, and I'm sorry, we, uh, we sort of leaned on the safe side uh, not to have church, and so if uh, any of you were upset with that, I apologize. I just didn't, uh, <laughs> I didn't want anybody to get hurt, wreck, or anything like that, and so uh, we, we decided to be on the safe side. Uh, we are going to look for a few moments on the subject of prayer. First of all, how many of you believe in prayer? Let me just ask you, how many of you, uh, how, I mean, how many of you really believe in prayer? Amen? Uh, because God is a, He's not only a soul-saving God, He is a, he is a prayer-answering God. And uh, again, I, I just, uh, I love prayer. I, we're going to just, you know, few moments, and don't be alarmed, you don't, you're not going to be required to pray, but we're going to ask the men together and the women together, and we're just going to have some volunteers like Danny does in the Sunday night prayer room, and, uh, but I, I love, I love to hear people pray, and um, just, just talking to the Lord, asking the Lord, but uh, uh, there is a time that, in which we live, we need prayer. Uh, every family, every everyone, we need to pray one for another. And so there's a, just a, a huge list on our prayer list, and uh, so I'm thankful for prayer. Let me take me a swig of water real quick. Luke chapter 11, verse number 1. The Bible says this, And it came to pass that as he was praying, speaking of Jesus, Pray in a certain place when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray. Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. The purpose of this message tonight, the main purpose, is to whet our appetite as God's children for prayer. Uh, it, it's Sunday morning, I'm excited, and Lord willing, we'll have a group sing a, a song uh, I've loved for years, old, old Daniel Prayed. If you want to look it up, uh, come familiar with it. It's a great song, isn't it, Brother Mike? Great truth in, in that song. But oh, hey, how many of you believe old Daniel prayed? Amen. How many of you believe God answered his prayers? And, uh, and, and by the way, here's, here, I'll tell you this Sunday morning, here's the great thing about it. The same God, the same God that answered the prayers of old Daniel, same God we pray unto each and every day. The same power that God had then, he still has the same power right now. Um, Brother Jim Coleman, I, 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 love, I love a fighting spirit. In, uh, in, uh, in anybody, Brother Jim Coleman, we, we got to see him yesterday, and um, the doctors, of course, have not given a, 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 you know, a positive outlook, uh, but, but Brother Jim has a positive outlook, <laughs> and, I, and I love it. Uh, and, and by the way, at the same time, he said, Brother Shake, I understand. He said, but right now, I'm, I, I have bad attitude. I'm going to walk out of here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk out of this hospital. And I love it. I, I told someone, I said, it's like being in the ninth inning. And you're down, you only have one out to go, and you're down 10 runs. 
but you're still saying we got a chance. <laughs> and that's, that's true with Brother Jim, but he said, told the doctor, he said, hey, doc, I'm fine either way. Either, I'm a winner either way. He said, so don't you worry about it. And, uh, and, and so I, 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 I'm like, okay, we went to see Brother Jim. Supposed to be a blessing to him, but he was a blessing to us. And uh, so we are, we are praying though, amen? Uh, but notice on this, in this verse, the disciples, what they, what they asked him, Lord, teach us to pray. He did not say, Lord, teach us to teach. Uh, Lord, teach us to, to preach how you preach. Lord, teach us to, to heal the sick the way you heal the sick. Lord, teach us how to calm the storms the way you calm the storms. He didn't say that. He said, Lord, we want you to teach us how to pray. And um, I want you to say this. You know what? I, I believe with all my heart when they heard him pray, they didn't just hear him pray, but they, they felt his compassion. They saw his tears. And here's what else. This is why I love to hear people pray. They witness the answer to his prayers. How many of you believe God answers prayers? That's why we pray. That's why we pray. And so, if the truth be known, and I, I thought much about this before I wrote this down, but if the truth be known, we as God's people, if we've been saved for a period of time, and by the way, if you're here and you may not truly know that you're saved, you're not, you're not for sure if you were to die tonight that heaven would be your home, you be, be saved. Know that Christ loves you just the way you are. Know that Christ has done everything possible for you to be saved. It's up to you to choose Jesus. Amen? And, and you can leave here tonight a child of God. I, I, was, um, I was, again, I was in the uh, weight room the other day, and um, this, this uh, man, most people aren't older than me, but this man was older than me. He came up and he said, uh, Sir... I heard you're a pastor. And I said, well, I'm not much of one, but yes, I, I have the privilege, the honor to pastor Auburn Baptist Church. He said, well, I just want you to know, I want you to know that I'm going to go to heaven one day and be with you forever and ever. I am a child of God. Brother, my head stirred my heart. And uh, he said, my name is written down in the Lamb's Book of Life just like yours. And I said, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. And it was good, it was good to hear that. But if the truth be known for we who've been saved for a period of time, all of us have read enough books on prayer that we really don't need any more books on prayer. Truth be known, we have heard enough sermons preached on prayer. Uh, many, many times in my life I've heard great sermons on prayer. The, the thing that we need to do is to pray. How many of you know what the slogan for Nike has been for years and years and years? Just do it. That's, that's what God's people need to do now. We've, we've heard, we've listened. Just do it. Just pray. Pray without ceasing. And uh, if there's any ever been a time, it's now. We must pray. We, we have to realize we cannot do without God. 
We cannot do without God. Even Jesus said, without me, ye can do nothing. And so we need to pray. Think about this. Go back with me many, many years. When God created Adam and Eve, He gave them everything they would ever need. Believe that? Gave them everything they ever would need. Made the sun, the moon, the stars, made the rivers, lakes, oceans, the mountains, the hills, the deserts, beautiful trees, the flowers, the grass, made all the animals. And, and you have to understand, all of this God made for man, for us. Now, understand this though, many people don't. But God made man for him. We're not created for us. We are here on this earth not to please ourselves, but to please Almighty God. Now, you think about some things aren't fair. Why are we so selfish with us when God has given us everything else to enjoy and He just wants us? And uh, that, that's why many times if we just put Him first, we'd see all the other things fall into place if He's number one. And so understand that. God, God created man, woman, so that we would fellowship with Him. Why did He create Adam and Eve? He enjoyed their fellowship. Do you understand that God loves when you and I just simply fellowship with Him? Now, that, that, by the way, that can consist of many things, Brother Michael. It, it can consist of just uh, praising Him, uh, whether it be silently or out loud. Just tell God how great He is. I mean, you can start with your salvation. Go a long ways from there. Thank God for the Holy Spirit that lives within us. Thank God for the, the Bible that He has given unto us to enjoy, to have all these thousands and thousands of great promises. I mean, God's given us so many blessings, friends, Christian brothers and sisters, that we can enjoy everything about the Christian life. God also created us so that we would totally depend upon Him every day. Every day to pray and say, God, I need you. I need you. This is what I pray for a lot of people sometimes. I pray it for my own family. Lord, bless us spiritually, bless us physically, and bless us financially. We all, we all need bread to eat. We need to put gas in our vehicles. We need to pay our bills. So there's nothing wrong with asking God to bless us in all these different ways. And God created man and woman so that we would talk with Him and ask Him to meet our needs. Some people think, no, I've got everything I need. I don't need to bother God. And I'm saying this as reverently as I can. God loves to be bothered. He, he does. Uh, we, have, we have three boys. We have seven grandchildren. And uh, last but not least, I have, I have two outlaws. I mean, two in-laws. No, I, I'm, I'm blessed, many, just like you. We still love when our children, our grandchildren, 
we still enjoy when Bonnie and Jimmy, and they're now more dependent upon us, more Kim than I, but we enjoy that. Kim loves when she cooks for me, but then they find out and they come and get it. Uh, we don't mind that. We, we want them to still have a dependence upon us. God wants us to depend upon Him. God wants us to, to talk with Him, to ask Him to, to meet our every need, whatever that need may be. And this purpose for mankind has, has never changed, never changed. God still desires that fellowship. God still desires our praise and worship. By the way, He deserves it. God deserves all the praise we can offer unto Him. But here's what I'm, a, I'm afraid of, even for myself. Sometimes we have forfeited the, the riches, the joy of God's presence for the fellowship of the world. Uh, there's no substitute. Fellowshipping with God, enjoying the riches of His presence, uh, just, just there's nothing like it. Nothing like meeting each day, whether it, be, whether it be evening, morning, or at noon. But that's sweet. And every Christian, we need that tonight. And so, you know the, the, the great verse in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, and you know, if my people, which are called by my name, and we do need to humble ourselves, but we, we still need to pray every individual, every church, we still need to pray. I want to take you back a few years, and I, I thought about this. Most of you were on this earth when uh, I'm telling you about this story. It was uh, September the 11th, 2001. How, how many of you remember uh, 9-11? You still probably remember where you were, what you were doing. I, I still Remember it uh, exactly. I could take you to the spot where I was, and I know Kim probably, were you in your office? Uh, then you know where you were. But uh, that day, America came under attack. And, uh, and by the way, nearly 3,000 people were killed. Instantly, if you will go back and remember, almost instantly, Americans were called upon to do one thing, pray. Remember that? To pray, to pray, to pray. It, it didn't matter, and I love this. I, I wish it was like it today. It didn't matter what color you were. Didn't matter if you were rich, poor. Didn't matter what, de hey, it didn't matter what denomination. As long as you were blood washed, hey, we, we said pray. Didn't matter what church you went to at that time. We asked saved people, hey, we need to pray. We need to pray. And boy, we started, we started praying. And uh, it was a time that nothing could heal us during that time except God. We were, we were hurting. Imagine the people that were affected very, very closely. And... Uh, but God, God did, God did heal and did, did by the way, it, it got God's people back in church. It grabbed the attention of unsaved people. Many of them came to know Christ because of that tragedy. 
But ultimately, it was because all of America that believed in prayer, they prayed, prayed constantly, prayed, prayed. What do you need right now, Shake in this land? We need constant prayer. We, we need every day to remember, God, you are the, you're going to be the one that is going to heal our land. And we need to pray. I want to take you back over a week ago. Some of you may have been watching this. I'm not sure. But um, it happened on Monday Night Football. Uh, by the way, how many of you were watching that ball game between the uh, Buffalo Bills, Cincinnati Bengals? And uh, if you were, you know what I'm going to tell you. But uh, that night, I think it was uh, about five or six minutes left in the first quarter, maybe. A man, a safety, Buffalo Bill safety by the name uh, of DeMar Hamlin, he, uh, he made a tackle on a guy, tackled him, and DeMar Hamlin stood, stood back up to his feet and, and fell over, just, just like that. And instantly, instantly the, the, team, the, the team members from both sides, they knew something was wrong because if you see the replays, they, they all of a sudden, we need help, we need help. Trainers were rushing over, players were rushing over, and, and uh, all of a sudden they tried to get everybody away from it except the first responders and the doctors, and, and um, they instantly began to do CPR because he had, he, he had quit breathing. And um, all of a sudden, it, and to me it touched my heart as I looked at the replays and, and everything, um, they went to the studio because they, they didn't want to show what was going on. They did show right before they went to the studio at ESPN. They showed the entire, if I remember correctly, the entire Buffalo Bills team. Coaches, players, you know what they did? They got on their knees. And, and uh, they didn't worry about, here's what I love. They, they didn't worry about being politically correct. They didn't worry about, well, wait a minute, you're, you're a Democrat. You're a Republican. Well, wait a minute, you're black. I can't, play, I can't pray beside a black person. You're white. They didn't care one bit about that. Their purpose was to pray for this man who was not alive right now. Then they went, they went to the studio, and, uh, and I didn't know. Sometimes you don't know who's a Christian, and you find out later in life. But there's a, a, a sports analyst there. His last name's McFarlane. Big black guy, played NFL football. He's got shoulders about that wide. I mean, just a massive man. And uh, there were three people in that studio, and they didn't know what to say. I mean, this is not pre-rehearsed or anything. There's a man, uh, you know, his life has been taken from him. And... McFarlane, he said this, he said, I, I, I don't know what to say except I know what this man needs right now. He said, this man needs our, our people. If you believe in prayer, we need to pray for him. He was not ashamed. ESPN's very liberal, I know that. It didn't matter what his boss was going to think. Didn't, he didn't care. He got across to America, to the audience. We need to pray for this man right now. 
And I said, hallelujah, this is getting back to what America used to be like. And then the next day, I didn't see this live, the next day, there was also uh, uh, ESPN a studio setting, and I don't even know the man's name. I, I just looked it up and replayed it. This man, they turned to him, and uh, he, um, he said these words. I, I don't have them exactly, but very similar to right here. He said, uh, we have been asked since last night to pray for this young man. And he looked at the cameras. He looked at America, to the world. He looked out, not ashamed. He said, I believe in prayer. I believe in prayer. And he said, uh, at this time, I'm going to bow my head I'm going to close my eyes, and I'm going to pray out loud. And I thought, "Woo, amen!" And 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 he still may lose his job. How dare them? How dare them? But God will take care of him if he does. But he said, "Right now, I'm going to pray out loud," and he did. And uh, and it wasn't a fake prayer. You could tell he had prayed before, and he did. He cried out to God and said, "God, this this young man, he needs he needs you. He needs you to touch you. You need to heal him. You need to help him." And people all over, all over, were praying for a miracle, and and they realized, God, we. We cannot do this. The doctors cannot do this. You're going to have to raise him up. And guess what? Yeah, he went home last week. Don't tell me God does not answer prayer when we get serious and call out to him. That's, that's the God that we serve. But we must, and by the way, I'll say this, don't wait till an emergency strikes to learn to pray. Amen. Don't wait till some tragedy strikes and, oh, Lord, we need you now. That's Basically, that's what people do in America now, right? I'd, I'd rather pray every day. I'd rather pray when things are good. Lord, you're a good God. I just want to thank you. Then if a trial comes, we can still say, God, you're a good God. I still need you. And I'm telling this church, God has blessed and blessed and blessed. God is good. God is good. God is good. But we need to pray when the trials come. We need to pray when the blessings come. We need to be a praying church. We need to be a, an asking church. God, bless us. Help us. Help us to reach the lost. Help us to be a blessing to people. Help us to be an encouragement. And if you don't know, we have a huge prayer list right now. It's a prayer list that, I mean, it grows each and every day, it seems like. And so, I'm going to end with this one verse, and then we're going to pray for a few moments. But the Bible says in Psalm 65, 2, the first part of that verse, O thou that hearest prayers. O thou, Almighty God, you're thou. You hear us. 
We're not talking to these walls. We're not talking to these pews. By the way, we're not even talking to each other. We're talking to, we're talking to Daniel's God. We're talking to Shadrach's God. We're talking to Esther's God. We're, we're talking to Hannah's God. You're going to hear a lot about that Sunday. That's the God that we, as God's people, we have the privilege to talk fellowship with. Do you believe in prayer? Is any, let me ask you this question. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Nothing. I'm, I'm uh, as pastor, you deal with different situations. Talk to a dad today trying to uh, work out about custody of, uh, of his son. There's another family that's trying to work out with their child, another family with marriage. We go on and on. We are needy, needy, needy people. You have Luke, uh, you have Luther, you have Brother Jim, you have, uh, you have Shirley Alderman, Shirley Fleet, all these on my prayer list. <laughs> you have Shirley Howard, you have Brother Harvey, you have Richard. The list, the list is huge. We can't handle it. Guess who can? God can. God can. And so tonight, we're going to ask the men to come to this corner down here, the ladies, and, uh, and ladies, uh, whoever, when it gets near uh, 8 o'clock, just have a lady that's going to close, and I'll do the same down here. But men, if you can make your way, and uh, ladies, that way. Thank you for being here. I hope you can make it back for Sunday. But most of all, between, pray. Pray and pray. Amen.